All right, Ken, do you know what's happening right now? No, I have no idea. <laughs> well, first of all, it's your favorite time of year, finally. It's, yes! We can act, okay, like I give approval for us to actually listen to Christmas music now that Thanksgiving's over. Jingle bells, jingle. Yes. Uh, it's our holiday sale here at Full Focus. Oh, And we have better. some really awesome deals going on, especially if for some reason you missed out on our Black Friday deals. This is a great time to get your planners and everything for the new year. And so we have got uh, some awesome deals. So we've got 10% off site-wide. Um, we've got where you can get a free um, Your Best Year Ever vinyl sticker pack. For any new planner subscri- subscription that you sign up for. So these are great to put on things like your Stanley mug. Wow, you already put them on yeah. your Stanley mug? And if are you got them, them if you got them on Black Friday, these are different. These are these are gonna be new for the new year. Uh, but they're great for that. You can also put them on your planner, you can put them on your computer, wherever you want them. But they're great. great. They're great stickers. We're also doing 25% off courses. Let's go. So specifically, we've been talking a lot about our goal setting course. Um, and this is going to be $75 off and you get a free ticket to your best year ever live with your purchase. So you definitely don't. It's huge. like a crazy, crazy, crazy deal. So you don't want to miss out on that. And your favorite thing, which is our certification program we're doing $800 off of it. And this is a fantastic time of year to get in. Um, we are actually going to be doing a beta group for our new digital planner. Yes. It's going to be fantastic. Crazy exciting. So anyways, go to fullfocusstore.com now shop our holiday sale. Make sure to use the code holiday 10 to get all these deals and more. Hi, I'm Michael Hyatt. And I'm Megan Hyatt-Miller. Welcome to the podcast. We're going to be talking about jumping into next year with confidence. But before we get to that, we've got to get a little preview of what's coming this next year as it relates to the podcast. Well, I think we talked about this in our last episode. I think we did. It is so hard to keep this secret. Especially for you. You've never been good at keeping secrets. <laughs> wow. Sorry, really? I just had to cash that in. Okay, send the therapist in. Um, No, that's probably true. So, Actually, I think I'm projecting. Yeah. Uh, Again, therapists. We're back to therapists again. (laughs) So we have a brand new format. We have a new name, a new emphasis, blah, blah, blah. We can't tell you anything about it yet. But hang on because it is coming and we're really excited about it. We literally can't wait to tell you. The the biggest change is going to be to the format. I'm just going to preview that. I'm not going to say what it is, but... It will not involve tap dance from us. And, well, and you're welcome for that. Have we agreed on that? Yeah. Okay. So between now and the end of the year, we've been running a special five-part series called Prepare to Win Double in 2024. Yeah. The first episode going further by giving thanks. So we timed that around Thanksgiving appropriately. Yeah. Second, rescuing your 2023 goals. Third, filling out your wish list for 2024. I love that episode. Me too. Yep. And last week, we covered the choice between habits or achievement goals. And this week, drum roll, we're going to talk about jumping into next year with confidence. I think this is a really important topic because ever since COVID happened, I feel like sometimes people roll into the new year and, you know, if you're a human like we are, you probably had some things that happened that were not exactly what you planned. Mm-hmm. 
And you, if you're not careful, you can kind of have this hesitancy or insecurity as you think about the new year. And, and maybe you don't even really want to set goals or you're a little, you know, kind of on your heel, back on your heels as you think about it, because you think to yourself, yeah, but these things that were outside of my control happen. So how do I know that's not going to happen again next year? Yeah. And I think all of us have felt that. And yet at the same time, we know that when we're feeling confident, like maybe we've had a good night's sleep or something really positive has happened where we feel like we're winning. When our confidence is up, we feel like we can take on, you know, big things and really come to great results. Mm -hmm. But when our confidence is low, it's like you said, we feel hesitant. We're a little bit withdrawn. We're tentative. You know, none of the things that you need to actually uh, accomplish goals. But I have a question for you as, as we're thinking about this. Yeah. I, I was going to say, who's the most confident person you know, but who's an example of a confident person that you know? Okay. This just came to my mind the other day and it was, it is Fawn Weaver, who is the CEO of Uncle Nearest, which is a local whiskey company. That's a black owned, female owned whiskey company. That's been unbelievably successful. Fastest growing whiskey company in history. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting and it actually, it reminds me a little bit of what Deion Sanders has done at, mm. uh, the University of Colorado, there's just a sense of like, this is what I'm called to do. And I'm unapologetic about that. And I'm standing in that certainty, which is not about arrogance. I think in both of their cases, they're similar in this. It's not really about arrogance. It's really just about this confidence that I'm supposed to do this, this thing for such a time as this, and I'm doing it. And I, I find that really inspiring because for me personally, confidence does not come that easily. Maybe it doesn't come easily for them too. I don't know either of them personally. And so, you know, I can't, I can't say with intimate knowledge, but it, I'm inspired nevertheless. You know, it's tough, I think, because there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance. Totally. And it's obnoxious when people are arrogant. Yeah. And, and so it's actually a mask for insecurity it, a lot of times. It truly is. And so confidence can be a very quiet thing. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, I, I don't know if, you, if I even told you this, but this week I did an interview with Stu and Amy McLaren yeah. for their book club. And they had just read the new edition of your best year ever with their book club participants. And so they were having me as the author on. And I thought to myself, Stu, I think really gets it right. Yeah. You know, he's, he's confident, but he's humble. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not in the least arrogant, but he has a confidence is really contagious. It's true. And I just, I love hanging out with him. And yeah. of course we're going to be with him in a mastermind in a couple of weeks. So know, that's going to be fun. Wait. It's going to be fun. Okay, so let's dive into it. So we've got basically seven steps for you to become more confident as you begin to think about the the goals for this next year. And these kind of are sequential. So step number one is clarity. Yeah. Now, the reason this is important is because it's it's easier to be confident if you're clear about what it is you're trying to accomplish. In right. fact, if you're clear enough, you probably won't even think about your confidence. You'll just go do the thing. Yeah, but if there's ambiguity... There's usually hesitancy with that. Yes. You know, I mean, it's, it's like the difference between going somewhere you've been a thousand times and you don't pull out your maps app. You just get in the car and go there because it's practically muscle memory, like taking your kids to school or going to church or something done it hundreds of times versus you're going to go on a, a road trip somewhere you've never been before. And there's a lot of traffic and there's road construction and you keep getting rerouted and, and you, you probably feel a little bit anxious the whole time and not confident because you're not sure you can get there on your own. 
Well, and this is where I think the writing process, writing your goals down, mm -hmm. helps you to, to achieve clarity. And I've quoted this a thousand times, but you know, thoughts disentangle themselves, passing over the lips and through pencil tips. Mm -hmm. Don't know who said that. Doesn't matter. But the point is that there's something about either talking it out or writing it out, and especially writing it out, this forces clarity. And a lot of times, I mean, I, I literally don't know what I think about something until I write it out. Yeah, absolutely. And so the process of of trying to take that that vague aspiration of something I want this next year and turning that into a goal, I've got to, to begin to write it out, then it comes into focus. Mm -hmm. But it's the writing act. So if you're not clear about what you want, don't wait till you get clear to start writing your goal. No, start writing your goal or write out the aspiration, get as much as you can out on the paper, and then you can begin to shape that and dial it in and become even more clear. One of the things that we have seen over the last several years in particular with for many of us, I think what feels at least like an unprecedented level of uncertainty in our external world, you know, things we can't control that just every time you turn around, you're like, I can't believe that's happening. I can't believe that's happening. And a lot of it's really negative where you could tend to feel like I don't have any control and therefore I won't try to assert any control. Actually, when you get clear on what you can control, even if it's limited, it creates confidence. And the, the clarity is a big part of that. You know, when you have clarity, then you have certainty. And human beings really like certainty. Yes. It, it attunes your focus and your attention on what you can control instead of being so distracted by these things that are outside of your control. And you, know, you can't do anything about it. You know, I've, I've noticed in myself that uh, I stopped watching news about a month ago. And I don't need any more of this in my life because it's like stuff outside of my control. Right. That creates that sense of uncertainty. Yeah. And like everything's out of control. Mm -hmm. but. It's not out of control. It's just only out of control. Oh, it certainly is there, but it's not out of control here unless I invite it into my life. And I just yeah. found that I have less anxiety, less hesitancy, more clarity when I'm not watching the news. Yeah. And I, I was shocked. In fact, my wife, Gail, didn't think I could do it. Because you were kind of a news addict. I, I kind of was. And I, I sort of followed news like people follow sports. Yeah, except it's a lot more stressful than a football game. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Depends if your team's winning or losing. But <laughs> but I will say that it was part of my ritual. It had been ingrained into my muscle memory. Yeah. So that at five o'clock, I would turn on the news. I would sit down and that was like part of my daily ritual. It's how I closed out the day. But I haven't been doing that. And honestly, haven't missed it. Now, occasionally, in fairness, occasionally I've checked like Apple News just to kind yeah. of get the headlines. And I've, I've discovered that they're pretty much the same as the last time I checked. Right. Everything's falling apart, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the players change, but whatever. But it, but it also doesn't serve my, my confidence. And because of what I'm out to accomplish in the world, because I'm trying to take on big things, I don't need somebody dinging my confidence. Right. Right. And so, I, so the, the things that will ding your confidence – you know, are not good to have in your life. And the, and the clarity is what's important. And the place where I can get the most clarity is about my own life because that's where I have the most agency. Right. And what's cool is all these seven steps that we're talking about, the first one being clarity, these are within your control. That's right. You know, doesn't mean you can necessarily control the outcome of everything that's happening in your life. Like you are not necessarily master of your own destiny. And we want to be clear about that. But you do have a lot of agency, even if you don't have total control. And so let's go into the second step, which is courage. And, you know, I talk to my kids a lot about this because um, 
they're coming up against things that they want to do that are scary or that they're, they're facing limitations or challenges and they kind of want to quit. And it's easy to think that courage is the absence of fear. Like it's a courage is a feeling and courage is not a feeling. Courage is an action that you take in spite of your feelings. Like when you feel scared, you choose to do what you know needs to be done anyway. You know, I've talked a lot on this podcast about my previous fear of public speaking. Right. And I didn't just like wake up one morning feeling confident, like, and courageous, you know, like this is going to be easy now. Now I'm this person that doesn't have any anxiety around speaking. It's like what I figured out is I could actually take the action of speaking even when I felt afraid and the fear wouldn't overwhelm me. And I think that is the essence of courage. And certainly there are far more high stakes situations than speaking publicly. But I think it's a good analog for a lot of the things in our life that when we are going to set goals, it's normal to fear, to feel fear, uncertainty, and doubt. In fact, that's a really good indicator. And you still need to take action anyway toward what you want. Well, that is a good indicator that your smarter goal is set in the discomfort zone, which is where you want it. Yeah. Because all the research shows that you have a higher probability of actually achieving the goal if it feels a little bit risky, if it's in the discomfort yeah. zone. If it's in the comfort zone, it's just like, eh, why bother? Now, I will say that there's a there's a really good hack for this. In fact, this hack will enable you to not maybe have to screw up as much courage. Like if I think of the ultimate goal, right? Like in your case, public speaking. Right. So that that event was a goal. Well, if you think too much about that, that is a scare, scary thing. Mm-hmm. But if you focus on the next action, because again, courage yeah. is the ability to act in spite of our fear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if if we can dial that down and make that next step step something that is not scary, something that's easy, then we can basically uh, get our ourselves from where we are to where we want to be. Just one step at a time. One baby step at a time. Yeah. For example, you know, if you're going to have a um, speaking event and you're afraid about that. Thinking about, I'm just going to review the outline for my talk today. Well, that's probably in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Unless you start thinking about, like I did, standing in front of 800 people and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, the whole thing kind of snowballs from there. But if you train your attention to just focus on, I'm reading this outline. Or I'm just testing my microphone. Or I'm just picking out the outfit that I'm going to wear. Those are all things that you've probably done before. Or if you haven't done, you can see your way to. It's not, you're not going to be in paralyzing fear over any one of those steps. And it really does help to inch your way toward the ultimate goal. Well, and by the time you've gone through all those steps leading up to it, then you've got enough momentum to actually step on stage, yeah. so to speak, yep. and do the thing that, that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Dan Sullivan, and we may refer to him here several times as we're talking because many of these ideas uh, came frankly from him. But this one about courage, he said, Courage and confidence look exactly the same on the outside. Mm -hmm. And I had a client say to me in a one-on-one coaching call the other day, they said, man, I wish I could do everything as confidently as you do. And I said, well, first of all, you have no idea what's going on inside my head, my heart. And usually I'm scared. Yeah. And I'm trying to do that thing, particularly that, that new thing. And I'm doing it in spite of how I feel or what my thinking is. And I said, I know it appears to you as confidence, but for me, there's a distinction between courage and confidence. Confidence comes after right. the courage. It's the like cr- the reward you get. After That's right. That. So the the first time you do something, like the first time I ran a half marathon, that was really scary. 
I mean, even in my training, maybe if I'd been more diligent in my training, this wouldn't have been the case. But even in my training, I'd never run the full distance of a half marathon. So when I went to that event for the first time, I had a lot of anxiety, you know, especially the night before, because mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, you know, am I going to be able to finish? Am I going to puke my guts up? You know, what, what's going to happen as I, as I run this thing? Now, thankfully, in that particular event, and like all half marathons I've run, there's like 30,000 of your best friends at the starting gate. And it's like the euphoria is palpable mm-hmm. and it instills you with confidence, which by the way, this is one of the reasons why you need to surround yourselves with, with people who are willing to do what we're talking about, who are courageous mm-hmm. because courage is contagious too. It's true. And so if you can surround yourself with people who do hard things, even though they may be scared of them, that's inspiring. Well, and we're going to get to the the power of that in just a second. But the next step, so step one is clarity. Marissa, I cannot tell you how excited I am for your best year ever live coming up January 5th. Yes, I'm so excited too. I can't wait. Yes, this is the event that you would want to come attend. If you're just like, man, I want to look at how well did I do in the past, but I also want to set myself up for success to have, like we call it in the title, your best year ever. This is the event you want to be at. We have thousands of people coming to this event already. And you and I will be emceeing this event. Yes. So there's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of excitement to come join us to make it a great year for you. Now, in order for you to receive it, all you have to do is buy the full focus goal setting course and you get a ticket to your best year ever. Yes. And the best part is that that course is 25% off right now. So uh, you're going to get a discount and a ticket to the live event, which is normally $197. That's a killer deal. It's a killer deal. It's a no brainer in my opinion. Um, but definitely join us. It's going to be so much fun. January 5th, it's totally virtual. So no matter where you are in the world or, um, you know, whether you can get on a plane or not, don't worry about it. You don't have to, you can do this from the comfort of your own home and we'll be right there. Yeah. And just imagine having your goals already set for the entire year and a plan to execute them. Yeah. That's worth all the money that you can. And the best part, it's a free event for you if you buy the full focus goal setting course. Yes. All right. Well, we would love to see you there. So make sure to go to fullfocusstore.com and take advantage of this deal. We'd love to see you at your best driver live. But the next step, so step one is clarity. Step I feel like you're kind of moving me along here. I'm moving you along. I understand. Okay. okay. Step one is clarity. Step two is courage. Step three is commitment. And this is all about being connected to your why enough that you're willing to act with courage because it is uncomfortable to act with courage. Let's be very honest about that. Well, I kind of see courage as the thing you need on the front end and commitment is what you need through the process. Yeah, I think what makes you willing to act courageously, though, is because the why matters so much. Like I'm thinking about parenting, for example. Now, that's not a goal like in and of itself. I mean, it, it maybe it's the literal mother of all goals, but I I don't think that. Did you really just say that? I really just said that. Sorry, it's so cheesy. Um, but the ultimate why of being committed to our children, realizing their God-given potential being able and prepared to contribute in the world in meaningful ways and all those things. That's the ultimate why that, that enables us to like 
bring this tiny person home from the hospital with enough courage that despite the fact we're afraid that, you know, they're not going to survive us, we show up anyway. Well, that's why I was trying to make the distinction between courage is what you need when you start and commitment is what you need to keep going when you want yeah, to quit. Sure. And, and I would say that any significant goal for the most part, and this has been true for every book I've written, where there's a point at which I, I have a crisis, like an existential crisis. Like I don't have enough energy to complete this. I don't, this is, this is not good content. I almost said a bad word. It's, <laughs> it's not good content. And there's nothing really here. And it just makes me want to quit. And it's only the commitment that keeps me going. Yeah. And the only reason I keep going on the commitment is because I'm really clear on the why. Yeah. And it's worth it. And sometimes I have to tap back into that. And it sounds almost rote, but to go back to my list of why statements for the goal mm-hmm. and just say, okay, why is this important? And I, and I can remember one time uh, after Gail and I had a fight that you know, as you do occasionally, you, you think, geez, you know, why should I stay in this marriage? Right. Is it really worth it? Is this really worth it? And, you know, I've had moments throughout our marriage like that, not very often, thankfully, but occasionally I have those thoughts. And so I literally wrote down a list, and I even blogged about it, of the reasons why I wanted to stay in this marriage. Yeah. You know, what was at stake? And I just reminded myself of why it was that this was an important value to me. That was mm-hmm. an important priority to me. And I think that's, that's, that's critically important to keep you going in those moments when you want to quit. I think the second half marathon I, I ran, we were doing it for New Hope Academy. Mm-hmm. You were the development director there, as I recall, or the marketing director. Community director. And I, I wanted to quit at about maybe mile marker 10 or 11. And I thought, man, I can't do that because I don't want to let down these kids. Yeah. Cause you were running to raise scholarship. Money yeah. And you could say, well, that's an extrinsic motivation and you know, maybe it was, but it was also very important to me intrinsically and internally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well that leads to step number four, which is community. And I think this is great news. If we're thinking about our confidence going into the new year, it doesn't have to all depend on us. We are not necessarily enough on our own to sustain the kind of confidence and momentum we're going to need to go the distance, which is totally fine because community comes in and steps in the gap. So how do you think about that as you're thinking about confidence and goal achievement? Yeah. Well, if you can't immerse yourself into a community that's trying to achieve the same thing that you're trying to, to achieve. So for example, if you're going to run a half marathon or run a full marathon or whatever, join a running club. Mm-hmm. We yeah. both did that. And it's, it's amazing when you need to get up at like five in the morning on a Saturday and it's cold and raining, there is no chance you're doing that on your own. No. But like, if you know, those people are cold and ready to go at some park somewhere, you're probably going to show up. And this is against my natural tendency. I tend to be a lone ranger by nature. Mm-hmm. And I was stubbornly resistant to this idea of a running group. But literally after the first time I did it, I thought this is a game changer. Mm-hmm. This makes all the difference. And this is why if you're, for example, if you're an entrepreneur, get in a mastermind or a coaching program with other entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. You know, this is one of the reasons why I've been part of strategic coach for, and again, this is not a paid advertisement, but it's a, it's a coaching program for entrepreneurs, but I'm around other like-minded entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And so that gives me kind of the confidence and everything else to continue when I want to quit. It's awesome. So communities, communities are really important. And, And the cool thing is there is 
probably a special interest group for you, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, it's out there. This is where I think, you know, Facebook is often maligned uh, because it's social media and people hate it. And I, you know, I've, there's parts of it that I hate too. But the thing that to me is so valuable is the private Facebook groups. Yes. So if I'm trying to do anything and I, and my interests vary from time to time, like, like fishing, for example. So I've got into not just a fishing group, but a fishing group for the lake where I fish. Mm-hmm. And so it's all the guys that fish on that lake, all the anglers that are, are trading stories and sharing their victories and sharing tips and all that. And it's enormously motivating. Mm-hmm. So community, game changer. If you're, if you're struggling to finish, you, know, you want to get in a group. By the way, what's this note that we have about the chicken and the egg here? Oh, which comes first, the commitment or the community? It is kind of a chicken and egg thing, which parenthetically. Yesterday, I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know how it turns out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that Okay, that was your one <laughs> horrible dad joke, and then you're totally cut off after that. Another dad told me that one. Okay, let's go to step five. Which is capability. And this is not actually something that you're going to do, like take action on, but it's a natural byproduct of pursuing a meaningful goal. You are going to develop capabilities that – Today, you don't have, and that is going to give you confidence. You know, for example, I now feel like I can go speak on stage in front of any number of people. Not that I wouldn't have any anxiety about it. I'm sure I would, but I know I can do it. Well, that gives me confidence in a way that I never would have had before because I hadn't done anything yet that was courageous or uh, that ultimately connected me to a bigger why. And so when I made that decision to speak, I developed new capabilities, just like you know that you can run a half marathon or do some kind of challenging sporting event if you really want to. That sets you up differently from mindset perspective to go into the new year as you're setting goals and working to achieve them all year long. I, I think this really speaks to the, to the real value of goals achievement. It's not about what you accomplish. It's about who you become in the process. Yeah, that's so important. It really is important. And I mean, there's a sense in which the goals are important, of course, but the more important thing is what's happening to your character, mm-hmm. what's happening to the information, you know, the, the information base you have, the skills you have, the habits you've developed, all these capabilities. Mm-hmm. That's what's really important because yeah. those you can use for a lifetime. Well, and to be honest, I mean, we have been teaching goal achievement for many years now. I couldn't tell you the goals that I set. Two years ago, five years ago, ten, yeah, me years, neither. 10 years ago. I mean, maybe one or two, but mostly they're forgettable. You know, they were important at the time. I either did it or I didn't do it. And then I moved on. However, what I can say for sure, if I look at myself today compared with 10 years ago, I'm a very different person than I was then. I'm far more mature. My character is more developed, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that's the result of pursuing challenging and meaningful goals at least in part, it's a, it's a result of that over many years. No, and I've, I've had a front row seat to witness that transformation. And I think that's really the case. And I've, I've watched that in our employees as well, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, our friends, people that have gone through your best year ever. You know, it's, it's a transformation. Yeah, goals are a, a huge tool to develop your capabilities because by definition, you're doing something you've never done before. That's right. And that's why you never want to stop doing this. Yeah. This is not like a, Okay, for this next year, we're going to set a whole bunch of goals, and then we won't set any goals anymore. Mm -hmm. No, to me, this is why I've been doing this for literally my entire adult life. 
Step number six. By the way, we probably should review this real quick. Step number one, clarity. Step number two, courage. Step number three, commitment. Step number four, community. Step number five, capability. And step number six, and I'm just going to admit up front, I struggle with this one, celebration. Yeah, I think this is maybe the most deceptively challenging one in the whole list because a lot of us, myself included, are are really adept at doing hard things, you know, like, yay, I can rally the troops internally and go do this thing that's going to be tough. But to stop and celebrate, which can easily feel superfluous or, you know, just not that important. Even almost self-indulgent sometimes. Yeah, but it's really important because we want to reinforce the good thing that we just did. We want to give our brain that reward. So it says, let's do that again. Yep. You know, and, and we also want to provide that moment for our teams. And that's something we've tried to be really intentional with our own team about is celebrating today. We're having our regular monthly focus meeting, we call it, which is just when we're doing a review of how the last month went and we're forecasting, you know, what we think is going to happen in the next coming month. And there's a portion of that that will include wins because they're easy to forget. And that's part of what gives you confidence. Knowing what you've achieved yes. in the past is part of how you explicitly say to your brain, hey, we've done some pretty cool things in the past, which is going to give us the confidence to go try to do even bigger things in the future. You know, in those goal achievement pages in the Full Focus Planner, we have a place for you to write out sort of the reward or what you want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes, and I think this is a little bit of a nuance we got to be careful with, but sometimes the achievement of the goal is its own reward. Right. Like if you decide you're going to take like a 25th anniversary trip to Italy, I mean. Well, that's exactly. I, the, I don't know if you need a reward for that because that's a pretty great reward. Yeah. So I went uh, to to Italy for four weeks with Gail and I was trying to think, well, what's the reward for that? And that was pretty much the reward. <laughs> that was like the reward of a lifetime. Right. You know, I wish I'd done it on our 25th anniversary, but we had to wait uh, a little bit longer. So it may be that several of your goals have the reward, you know, built in. But like if you have a financial goal in your business, if you're a business owner, or you have a financial goal, you're a leader in a business, you you might come up with a trip or something special that you're going to do when you achieve that, that's really motivating to you. And that might be very powerful. Truly. And I think it's important, especially to define those celebrations and those rewards for our team too, right. because, you know, it's, it's important for the reasons you said to really, to really cement that in mm-hmm. to their psyche so that that becomes just part of the apparatus of how they move forward. Right. You know, so that they're able to have all these things we've, we've talked about. So it's a great tool though. Celebrating is easy to underestimate, but it's very powerful. Now, one of the things that's, there's a little bit of a hack that I've used because I'm not really good at this, but as by the way, if you're listening to this and you've been paying attention, that was probably a limiting belief. <laughs> but the way that I've gotten around that is that I found somebody good in the organization that's great at celebration right. and just let them do it. It's true. Like Anna in our office who who runs the office, she's an Enneagram too. She has this natural just kind of orientation toward hospitality and other people and making people feel like they belong and celebrate. And she comes up with the coolest things and it people love it. And you and I are not that great at it. Yeah. That's okay, though. Because okay. none of us have to be great at everything. There's takes a, a village. Yeah, it takes a village. Okay, that leads us to the final step, step number seven, which is? 
Confidence. Confidence. So congratulations. You earned some confidence. You know, if you go through these steps of clarity and courage and commitment and community and you've developed new capabilities and you've really celebrated what you've accomplished, you're just going to naturally move forward with confidence. You actually don't have to do anything else. You're just going to realize one day, and oftentimes it's kind of sneaky how you develop your awareness to this, that you are confident. You're willing to take on things that are risky in a good way because of the setup of these other six steps. Well, and here's the cool thing. And if you think of these as a circle that's never ending, the confidence leads to the next adventure. Right. So now I've got a a different level of confidence than I had before I took on this thing, this goal. And so does that mean I can just rest on my laurels and never have to get outside my comfort zone and, you know, just life on easy street? No. Now you you're in a place where you can take on something bigger that maybe you wouldn't have even contemplated a few years ago. But now with that confidence, you can do that. It's now this next step is going to require courage, but the confidence after a while you go, okay, I've done hard things in the past. I've taken on big things in the past that I didn't think I could do. So I think I'm going to take on this next thing. I also love the idea. And and again, this goes back to what we've learned from Dan Sullivan that you don't need confidence to get started. That's right. Like it's not a prerequisite for anything important you want to do. What you do need to do are these other six steps. You need to have clarity. You need to have courage. You need to have commitment and clarity on your why. You need to have people around you that are going to encourage you and that are are mirroring what you're trying to put in your own life. You need to develop capabilities and you need to celebrate. But if you do that, you don't even have to worry about confidence. If you just get started on this first step of clarity, you will ultimately find yourself more confident, more excited to take on big challenges in the future. That's awesome. Okay, so we've been talking about today how to jump into next year with confidence. We've given you seven steps. And so we've got a very special offer that we've been talking about for a few weeks, Megan. And why don't you tell our friends about it? Yeah, well, if you're thinking to yourself, yeah, okay, this is great news. I don't have to gin up some incredible superhuman confidence, but I do need to get clear on what I want as the first step toward ultimately becoming confident as I step into the new year. The best way to do that is to engage with a proven evidence-based process for getting clarity on what you want in the new year. And that process is your best year ever. It's our proprietary goal achievement methodology. And so there are two components of that in this unbelievable offer that we have. So one is our full focus goal setting course, and that you will have access to all year long. You can go back to it. It'll walk you through the process in kind of a uh, you know self-directed way. But what I'm really excited about for you guys is that you can knock this out in a day with us for your best year ever live. And this is the live goal setting event that we have been doing. This is all virtual, so you don't have to travel anywhere, worry about like winter weather or anything like that. But you can get in community with other people. You can set your goals for the new year and you can walk out with the confidence of, I have clarity. I know exactly what I'm going after this year and I have a plan to achieve it that is within my comfort zone. So the goals are going to be outside of your comfort zone, but the plan to achieve it is going to be inside your comfort zone. It's all set up to make the most of how you're naturally wired. It works. We've had 50,000 people go through this over a 10-year period of time. I mean, it's just the best goal achievement system out there. 
and it's really simple. And what's awesome is that you get this course, you also get a free ticket that's $197 value to your best year ever live. So you don't want to miss out on this. Go to fullfocus.co slash goal setting to pick up your copy of Full Focus Goal Setting and get your free ticket to your best year ever live. Again, that's fullfocus.co slash goal setting. And you and I are going to personally teach this, we are. which we have for the last several years. It's so fun. And it so, was so much more fun when you began to co-teach it with me. We oh, answer, was that maybe five years ago? Something like that. We answer questions. Yeah. I mean, we're really interactive and it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Cannot wait. Okay. Well, hopefully you feel confident or at least you feel like you have a path toward getting confident as you think about the new year after hearing these seven steps today. See you guys next time. Ken, do you know what's happening right now? No, I have no idea. <laughs> well, first of all, it's your favorite time of year, finally. It's, yes! We can act, okay, like I give approval for us to actually listen to Christmas music now that Thanksgiving's over. Jingle bells, jingle Yes. Uh, it's our holiday sale here at Full Focus. Oh, And we have better. some really awesome deals going on, especially if for some reason you missed out on our Black Friday deals. This is a great time to get your planners and everything for the new year. And so we have got uh, some awesome deals. So we've got 10% off site-wide. Um, we've got where you can get a free um, Your Best Year Ever vinyl sticker pack. For any new planner subscription that you sign up for. So these are great to put on things like your Stanley mug. Wow, you already put them on your Stanley mug? And if you got them them on Black Friday, these are different. These are going to be new for the new year. Uh, But they're great for that. You can also put them on your planner. You can put them on your computer, wherever you want them. But they're great. Good. They're great stickers. We're also doing 25% off courses. Let's go. So specifically, we've been talking a lot about our goal setting course. Um, and this is going to be $75 off and you get a free ticket to your best year ever live with your purchase. So you definitely don't. It's huge. like a crazy, crazy, crazy deal. So you don't want to miss out on that. And your favorite thing, which is our certification program we're doing $800 off of it. And this is a fantastic time of year to get in. Um, we are actually going to be doing a beta group for our new digital planner. Yes, it's going to be fantastic. crazy exciting. So anyways, go to fullfocusstore.com now. Shop our holiday sale. Make sure to use the code HOLIDAY10 to get all these deals and more.